This is the Rich Eisen Show. Was Mac Jones healthy enough to play the entire game last night? That, that didn't happen, so that's another hypothetical question. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. New England fans, heel turned on this kid. The Rich Eisen Show. When Zappy comes in and leads two touchdown drives. Two. Today's guests. Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow. Pro Football Hall of Famer Kurt Warner. Legendary film producer Jerry Bruckheimer. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Yes, it is. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show here on the Roku Channel, Channel 210. This Rich Eisen Show terrestrial radio affiliate coast to coast. This Sirius XM Station Sirius 218XM202992 on the app. We say hello to listening to us on Odyssey. Those who are listening to us on our podcast, we appreciate our podcast listeners immensely. Please get our show on the Cumulus Podcast Network. You can get it where any podcast is acquired. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Also hit the uh, button to be a subscriber to our YouTube page as well. YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. The Roku Experience has been amazing over the first month plus of our relationship with them. We're on the air every single day on Channel 210 on all Roku devices, all Samsung smart TVs, Amazon Fire TVs. We are on the Roku app. It's free everywhere, including the RokuChannel.com. You can watch us as soon as we're over. Once again, we re-air. You can watch us on demand. You can watch our clips. It is awesome. And a show like this, I'm so thrilled to have it every single day. We love every guest list that we have. This one in particular is pretty awesome. We've got the hottest quarterback in the National Football League, and I say that knowing there's an MVP candidate in Buffalo and that there's an MVP candidate in Philadelphia. They're on there coming off their bye week, during which uh, Joe Burrow threw for over 450 yards and scored a second consecutive game with a rushing touchdown as well. He has been on fire Uh, And he's joining us in 18 minutes time in advance of the week eight that begins tomorrow night between Lamar and Brady on Thursday night football. He's got the Monday night football finale in Cleveland. So it's a battle of Ohio. The kid from Athens, Ohio, uh, the LSU Tiger, who does claim some Ohio State blood still. And I always have fun with Breer and the rest of those Ohio State honks who still claim him. He claims them. So... uh, I don't even know if I'm going to go down that path because I don't know if I'm going to like the answer. (laughs) Please please don't. (laughs) So so he's joining us in 18 minutes time. And then in the middle of hour number two, Kurt Warner, Pro Football Hall of Famer, is going to join us because I figured who better to ask how Matt Ryan feels being benched? Who better to ask about how Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady are feeling right now, both sitting at three and four, than him? And uh, he also just, as part of the Westwood One duties, that he has on Monday Night Football calling the games with Kevin Harlan, who was at the mic of a dynamite Warriors-Suns game last night for week number two. Lots of intensity in that one. Um, uh, Kurt was in New England just a couple days ago, so who better to ask about what he saw in person with Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi um, than, than Kurt. He'll join us in the middle of hour number two. And then uh, in hour number three, this guy, you can't get any higher up the flow chart in this town talking about movies and TV than uh, Jerry Bruckheimer, the producer of so many remarkable movies and TV shows that we have loved and still love renting and watching and rewatching. And, and he's still at it um, as well as he's currently 
having a remake of Beverly Hills Cop yes. that he's going to put in front of our <laughs> our eyes shortly. And he just did he just did Top Gun Maverick. Oh man! So he's joining us in hour number three because also he's the co-owner of Seattle Kraken and the NHL. Release. What's cracking? So uh, basically, every remote drop movie from the '90s that you love, this guy was involved '80s. In. Don't forget the '80s. 80s yeah, Beverly Hills Cop, Top Gun, early 2000s. Hot Air, Mid-2000s. The Rock, Armageddon. Just every keep decade. Going Bad Boys. So he's joining us in studio hour number three, um, in person. So we're just going to go deep into the pop culture pool and just DJ, head first. We're, we're going to cannonball into that baby. Aquel. <laughs> Fantastic. I'm making myself in the back is good. Welcome to the rock. <laughs> so we're all here. The gang's all here on uh, on on a very busy Wednesday. Brockman Del Tufo and TJ Jefferson have what all up, chimed man. in here so far. And uh, and you should as well. Phone lines are already lightened. Love seeing that. 844-204 Rich number to dial. Uh Wednesday is uh is when um you know we're still lingering in the, the football weekend that just finished and we're getting ready for uh to turn the page. Um, for instance, still lingering that Monday nighter where, where uh, Mac Jones starts and then he throws an interception and then he's benched, but it's not because it was at a performance. It was planned to be benched. They were going to play both quarterbacks. Bailey Zappi comes in. Fans were chanting for Zappi for, as if last year's rookie season with Mac Jones didn't exist. I'm so right? confused. And now we find out today, we're, we're, we're zooming in, we're zapruitering uh, <laughs> the, the Mac Jones interception that wasn't what caused him to be benched. It was all planned. Uh, Might have hit the Skycam wire. Like what? It looks like he was maybe throwing it away. One thing you're never going to find out is whether he was going to throw it away. Mac Jones will never talk about it. He will never, ever talk about it on camera because we've moved on. They they turned pages in New England. They've moved on to the New York Jets who are somehow, some way, at 5-2. and There are three teams in the AFC right now. Three teams entering week eight in the AFC with five wins. Their names are the Buffalo Bills, the Kansas City Chiefs, and the New York freaking Jets. I added the freaking. It's not official. So <laughs> And the Pats are favored. And the Patriots are favored. Like what? After what we just saw on the road. On Monday. And I know Brees Hall, their best offensive player, is out. And I know Elijah Vera Tucker, their best offensive lineman, is out. But really, okay, sounds good. The defensive player of the week in the AFC. Souse. He has been awesome, dude. Souse. I got two months. His numbers are so two good. Did he even, can you look it up for me? Did he even intercept a pass in Denver? I don't think he did. No, no, He's no. just playing coverage. He's just doing his thing. Like one catch for four yards and in the last three weeks. He's just doing his thing. That's and he's I defensive do. player of the week. Sounds good. At any rate, so that, now we're turning the page. Russell Wilson says he's ready to go. Let's ride. Let's ride, Rich. You know what time it he's is. He's saying he's ready to go. <laughs> Cage Brockman knows what time it is. Russell trip. Wilson, man. Cage Brockman didn't want to wake up today. Hold on. I got the sound bites here. <laughs> We're going to try and see if we can get the – the. Uh, I got the sound bites right here because it was – I couldn't believe it when I saw it today. Uh, I feel great. I'm ready to rock. Rock. Not ride. Rock. He's over there in London. Rock. Apparently, he's working out in the aisles. He on said the that he on the eight-hour flight from Denver to London, he's doing high knees in the aisle while the rest of the guys were sleeping. What? You know what? That's that's a plain version of telling the guys it's runner pass. Ugh. You guys sleep. I'll do my stretches. Just 
because I'm getting ready to go. Look at me. Look I, at me. No, it's not that. Well, they're asleep. How, it's not, look at me if they're asleep. I'm feeling good. I'm ready to go. It was tough not being out there. Don't forget, this is a guy who never missed a start until his finger was hanging off his hand, and he still came back to try and play last year for Seattle. People forget. I know. He says he is ready to rock. And just, I guess, speaking of trying to uh, get um, um, everything all tied together um, with Jerry Bruckheimer in Hour 3, and this being a topic of conversation right now, um, Russell Wilson and the Broncos are working at a facility called the Harrow School in London. So I, I don't know if that's the same Harrow that, uh, <laughs> that got know, there was a buffet, buffet that got yeah, wrecked uh-huh. in Beverly Hills Cop. So right, just, right, just trying right. to connect its issues. Just, yeah. But here we, go, here we go, folks, though. It's week eight. It's week eight in the NFL season. It's week eight. Man. Now, it's, that's the halfway point of the season. Kind of screws us up because some teams are – have only played six games through seven weeks because they've had bye weeks. And as you know, there's 17 regular season games. So this might be a little old school, but we're entering for some the halfway point of the season-ish. And we are absolutely entering tightening of throats, puckering of you-know-whats, oh. panic buttons beginning to form, big-time red alert situations. I need NFL Films music, Mike Del Tufo, because I have a top five list for you. Yeah. I've got the top five teams entering week eight in full-on red alert mode. And it starts with the first home team we're seeing this weekend, the three and four Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I am a little bit hesitant to put them on this list, not because I'm unconcerned with their level of play or results they're still in first place (laughs) even if they lose on thursday night at three and five the atlanta falcons are home against the carolina panthers and even if they win that game i don't think atlanta's running away with this thing but they have to start showing some championship quality play they have to show some metal after getting spanked by a team that has an interim head coach had just traded away their best offensive player and ran all over and starting neither baker mayfield nor sam darnold and pj walker and they're they're gonna go with the kid they just lost by that team by 18 points we gotta see something on prime video against the Ravens and that's why they're number five on this list number four on this list is the other three and four team quarterbacked by a goat 12 going to the pro football hall of fame that I'm more concerned about because the Packers are in a division being led by a five and one team that's already beaten them and Aaron Rodgers is going on our friend McAfee's show saying one out of every five snaps 20 percent features a mistake and he's also saying that players who are making these mistakes need to either hold themselves better accountable or not be allowed to play, which makes it sound like the coach is not coaching up the players who are walking around feeling like they shouldn't hold themselves accountable. Well, it's not the the coach he's criticizing, says Aaron Rodgers. So does that mean he's criticizing the general manager for putting these players around him? I thought that was all supposed to be copacetic, but it's not supposed to Don't pay attention to the subtext. Just pay attention to the context, which is they're making mistakes. 
and they got to clean it up. And they're three and four going into Buffalo, coming off a bye on Sunday night football lookout. Number three on the list. This team is in full red alert mode. Full red alert mode. And this team thought they could tread enough water until their quarterback came back from an 11-game suspension. But the Browns have won only twice in the first seven weeks of the season. And they've got a home game on a Monday night with Joe Burrow red hot coming to town. And if they fall to two and six, then guess what? We're talking about Watson coming back and needing to show something so they can have confidence and a head of steam going into next season. And we're having that conversation right now, and it's week eight. They got to start winning games, and they got to hold onto turf at home against a division opponent, and not just any division opponent, one in their state, one that won the division last year, and one that won the conference last year. That's full red alert mode here. And if not, does Kareem Hunt get traded the next day? Trade deadline's the day after. What do the Browns do if they fall to 2-6 and and the trade deadline is the next day? Red alert. Number two on this list is my team that I said was going to win the division. Okay, Raiders, you're out of your bye. You're 2-4. and You've got maybe, and I know this is saying a lot, maybe the best running back in the NFL this year because Josh Jacobs is doing that work for this team. And you just won a game at home against the Houston Texans, and Devontae Adams is having his fun leaving the leaving the this the field by making sure that everybody's left the field before he enters the tunnel. Everybody's feeling good there. Well, guess what, Raiders? You're two and four. And if you want to make the playoffs even as the seventh seed, you've got to start winning football games and keep it going. You're at New Orleans, at Jacksonville, home for Indianapolis, at Denver, at Seattle. Four of the next five are out of Vegas. What stays in Vegas is not the Raiders for the next four (laughs) out of the next five. You've got to win some football games and win them now. And we'll see what happens because if not, you're out looking in and you got your new coach and who knows what happens there with an owner who might hit a red alert button. And then number one on the list, I don't think there's any argument about this one. The team on most red alert are the Denver Broncos at two and five, taking on Jacksonville in London, where many NFL head coaches have gone to get fired. There have been many head coaches who have long flights with a bye week following and I, uh, this may be unfair to Nathaniel Hackett, but it is the truth. You got a n- new ownership group that nobody knows what they're thinking about. Nobody knows. All we know about the new ownership group is they're immensely rich. And the guy who fronts it thinks the commissioner's name is Goodle. Other than that, we don't know how they're going to handle Goodle. potentially a team that's a two and six. And if Russ, despite his Wolverine blood and saying that he's ready to go, gets pounded by a very fast youthful front seven in Jacksonville which is absolutely the home team of London I've seen it I've called their games there I Wembley Stadium is a home game for Jacksonville despite how many Broncos fans might show up at two and five they've got to win this game and we've got to see something out of Russell Wilson and we've got to see smart play calling and smart time management we gotta see it two and six 
for the first half of Russ's tenure in Denver going into a bye week and sitting on that, that is red alert for Broncos Nation. Let's ride. That's my top five list going into week number eight. Let's take a break. When we come back, Joe Burrow at 0-2. They were on full-on red alert, I guess, after two weeks. But look at them now. Above 500, 4-3. Burrow is as hot a quarterback as there is in the National Football League. And he will join us when we come back on this Wednesday. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Hall of Famer Kurt Warner in hour number two and in hour number three in studio, the legendary TV and movie producer of Top Gun. He wants to talk about Top Gun Maverick when he comes in. I want to talk about it as well. Is Jerry Bruckheimer. I want to talk about uh, everything. Yeah. But joining us on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line is a guy who is one of the hottest quarterbacks in the NFL, and I not only know that, uh, <clears throat> is a, uh, a guy who covers the league and talks about every day here in NFL Network, but he's in uh, both of my fantasy football teams as my starting quarterback. <laughs> and I'm, that's, there's no pressure when I say that sort of stuff to set up the conversation here of the man who is going to be quarterbacking for the Bengals on Monday Night Football, taking on the Cleveland Browns. And the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line is Joe Burrow. How are you doing, Joe? Good, Rich. How's it going? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Seems like life is going better for you over the last month. Is that a, would that be <laughs> an honest assessment for you? Yeah, the the ups and downs of an NFL season, that's for sure. Okay, so what has clicked in the last four to five games that uh, might not have in the first two for you in your estimation? We've just been executing. We've just been executing better. Um, you know, we've we've got out to to, to some good starts. 
last three or four games that have you know kind of limited the defense's ability to kind of play prevent defense and keep everything in front and we've made them be more aggressive so we've had some more opportunities down the field and you know the run game's got going a little bit uh, everybody's playing well right now. And I know the line was uh, a subject of conversation, certainly in the NFL media, after your uh, remarkable run to the Super Bowl last year and then the free agency period in which, if I'm not mistaken, you, you definitely uh, you know, welcomed your guys, when they, when they, your new teammates, when they came in, is, is the gelling of that unit. How, how has that been going from your perspective, Joe? Yeah, those guys are just getting better and better each week. Every week, it's been a slight improvement. Um, they've been playing lights out for the last three or four weeks, giving me enough time in the pocket to, to find our guys down the field. You know, we've been getting the ball out quickly. Our quick game has been really good to us. Uh, and then our downhill run game is really coming along. So we're, we're excited about where we're at up front. And then in terms of you, your, your summer uh, where your appendix, did it burst? Did your appendix burst? Did that happen? It did, yeah. Okay. Okay, and so I know you're not an excuse guy, but uh, how how did that affect your preparation for the season and maybe the first couple of weeks for you this year? Yeah, it definitely definitely had an impact. Um, I don't know how much of an of an impact it had. It's tough to say looking back. I'm I'm definitely feeling a lot uh, bigger, stronger, faster now than I was after that surgery. Um, you know, it took took a lot out of me. I wasn't able to get a ton of time during camp, which is the time where I really hone my skills and and look to get better. So the, the, that time missed, you can never get back. But you know now now we're feeling great and and rolling. What are you better at now that you uh, you knew you needed to work on coming into the league a couple of years ago, Joe Burrow? What do you think? You know, I've I've just played in the system for for three years and have seen more defenses and understand what looks might lead a certain play to maybe not be successful, and I'm able to to get to a play that might be successful against that look. Um, and so you see across the league quarterbacks having new offenses over and over and over again. That's a tough way to be successful. Um, you know, we've made slight adjustments to, to what we do over the years, but, you know, the core stuff is the core stuff, and I think that's a recipe for success well, for, how mu- for quarterbacks. How much has it helped to the fact that uh, one of your guys in your offense is a guy you played college ball with too, Joe? Yeah, I mean, all those guys on the edge helped me. Mm. Yeah, I mean, everyone sees it on Sunday, Sure, how good those guys are. Um, but then, you know, as far as Jamar goes, you know, when you come into and see new faces in a receiver room, you have to, first of all, learn how they run routes. Second of all, you got to learn their personalities, learn how to talk to them, because, mm. you know, you can't talk to everybody the same. And as a quarterback, a leader of the team, you have to – kind of study your guys and understand you know how you talk to one guy you might not be able to talk to another guy like that you got to find what makes him tick um and i already knew that with jamar and so you know that's why we really gelled immediately when he came into the league because we had that report at lsu i knew how he ran routes he knew where the ball was going to be and you know we knew how to create that dialogue did he know you were wearing you're going to wear his gamer to the game in the superdome a couple weeks ago uh, yeah, I had texted him the day before uh, asking if I could wear it. Okay, so he had it with him, or like how did, like, well, because that, that looked like truly game worn material. Yeah, that was, the, that was the one he wore in the national title game. Uh, he, I think he had it 
framed in his house, I think. Something <laughs> like that. He was able to get it quickly. <laughs> he took it off the wall? Are you serious? He yeah. took it off the wall and out behind could. glass and got it could to... Be. I could be wrong, but I think that's how it was. Okay. And so that was done when? Like, you were on the plane, said, can you get it done? Or, like, walk me through uh, that I just setup. texted him uh, the Friday before we left okay. for the game. Okay. Well, I guess they're, you know, you can get things overnighted in these days and yep. age. You can do that. There you go. So what did, what did that mean to him, do you think? What did that mean to you? Let's just get to him. Let's get to you. What did that mean to you that you could walk into the building uh, as a defending AFC champion quarterback uh, with that building having so much meaning for you wearing his game uniform, Joe? Yeah, I just wanted to, one, you know, Jamar's from New Orleans, mm-hmm. so I wanted to, one, pay a tribute to my time in LS, at LSU in Louisiana in that building all the fans were so good to me there and then to you know honor Jamar in his home city and then we were able to go out and do it on the field too which at the end of the day is all that matters mhm and now uh what meaning does it, this game have for you Joe being in Ohio you being an Athens Ohio guy doing it for Cincinnati going to Cleveland uh in front of the whole country monday night football the Battle of Ohio. Any special meaning for you in this one? Well, I haven't, I haven't beat the Browns since I've been in the league. So, you know, that's a, an exciting challenge. We're excited to go out there and do it. Um, they're really good on defense. They have, you know, corners that, you know, one of the best corner duos in the league. Obviously, they got Miles Garrett and Clowney, who are always disruptive. So you can't let those guys beat you. So we're going to have to be on our P's and Q's. It's going to be a tough fought battle. We're excited about the challenge. Okay. So you have noticed you have not beaten the Browns. You've just made note of that, T-Man. So uh, you have yeah. noticed that. <laughs> okay. So it does. It would have some sort of meaning for you uh, to beat this team. And is that is that born out of just where you were born and your upbringing and things of that nature? Joe? Yeah, you could say that. Also, I played with a lot of players on that team. You know, Denzel was in my class at Ohio State, mm-hmm. our recruiting class, 2015. Um, Jacob Phillips, who, who just got unfortunately hurt and is not playing, played with him at LSU. Grant Delpit played with him at LSU. Tommy Togiai played with him at Ohio State. So I played with a lot of those guys, and, and we know each other. So that's uh, always some added motivation. Right, but you, Denzel and the, those guys you mentioned, they stayed at Ohio State, right? They, they didn't have to they go did, somewhere yeah. else to get their fame and eventual fortune, right, Joe? Is that what you're Correct. saying? Correct. Okay. All right. I'm just you, you know where I uh, where my allegiances lie on this front, right, Joe Burrow? You know that? <laughs> I don't. Okay, I'm a Wolverine, sir. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Joe, get ready. No, 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 no. It's okay because you know Ohio State fans loved the fact that when you won your Heisman Trophy, you gave a shout out to Ryan Day and that school, and uh, all of us on this side of the fence were like, okay, well, um, then you should have stayed there. You know, well, but, yeah, well, at the end of the day, that was, I mean, not a lot of people at that level were recruiting me out of out of high school, and so mm-hmm. I do owe, first of all, I'm still friends with Coach Day, mm-hmm. still have a bunch of friends at Ohio State that, that are coaching there, um, mm-hmm. so, you know, whenever I'm back in Columbus, I try to stop by and see them, mm-hmm. so there's no, I mean, there's no hard feelings on that, on that end, obviously, I would have loved to got the chance and my opportunity there, but it didn't work out that way, and I think... It worked out just fine. It definitely did. And now, you know, and plus you could, you there's two, um, I guess, campuses where you don't have to buy a meal. There, There's one in Ohio. <laughs> and then there's, so yeah. what was your, what was the reaction to you when you went back to New Orleans, if you did have any moments outside of your hotel room? 
in any way, shape, yeah, or form. Yeah, uh, I didn't get out much. I sat on the balcony for a little bit and just kind of took in the, <laughs> the atmosphere and environment of New Orleans. Okay. Um, but the majority of the interactions were with, uh, you know, workers that worked at the Superdome, security, vendors, that kind of stuff, where I really felt the love um, talking with those people. Uh, that was fun for me That's- to to experience that. Pretty cool. A few minutes left with Joe Burrow, the Cincinnati Bengals quarterback here on the Rich Eisen Show. How do you decide your pregame uh, arrival attire? Walk me through that process, Joe. Do you got something for me on that front? Um, I wouldn't say that there's a process. I would just say I go in the closet and find what I like and throw it on. It's so th- not really uh, you know, I go shopping once a, once a year for okay. some you know, five or six outfits that okay. I plan on wearing during the season. Other than that, it's just you know, whatever I feel like wearing. Okay, so then I guess what is the process as to what winds up in your closet? Like, uh, what what's that all about, Joe? You, do, are you by yourself? Do you get any help? you get any two cents? What do you got for me? Anybody pitching you to wear their stuff? Um, what do you got? It's not really, I don't know. I just see stuff that I like and I I buy it. I don't know. <laughs> it's not a, I don't really have a, hmm. a set style, I would say. Okay. I would just say I like colors. I like flowers. Okay. All right. Um. Sorry, I don't have a better answer. No, no, it's okay. No, by the way, that's a terrific answer. Um, So has that game slowed down for you as well, uh, entering the pros? You know, where where things come to you more naturally, that part of your process? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would say that. I I would say, you know, it's more more confidence to to wear what I like. Okay. Very good. Uh, And what do you have picked out for this Monday? What do you got? I haven't decided yet. I usually decide Friday or Saturday. Okay. Maybe something orange? I don't know. Just throwing it out because it is it is Halloween. So this will definitely be. You're right. It is Halloween. I might have to get a costume. This will be the most. <laughs> this will be maybe the most scrutinized fit that you've had as a professional. That's uh, true. You know, ESPN. So what do you, what costume do you think I should get, Rich? Uh, Jim Harbaugh. Go as Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> put on the khakis. Wow. What do you think? No. That's not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. <laughs> he's from Ohio too. He was born he in is. Toledo, sir. I mean, he's an Ohio. What, there's a lot more. People from Ohio, famous people from Ohio, than you think there is. Okay, all right. Um, maybe I don't know. What should? What, what would you have a favorite uh, movie character that you could go as? What do you think? What do you think? I don't know. I don't know. Like, what's the I last movie you watched, Joe? What was the last movie you watched? Um, I'm a big documentary guy. Okay. I just watched the uh, the Nolan Ryan documentary. Oh, that was so good That's on Netflix. That okay. was a good one. Okay, yeah, a really good one. Okay. Um, I don't know if that would be appropriate for you to dress that way. I don't know. Yeah. What do you think? Um, okay. I don't know. I'm, I, I, it is a Halloween night, and I think um, we got to focus here. I just gave you my best option is Harbaugh. I think that would be very provocative. People would talk. Yeah. People would talk. Joe Exotic. People would definitely talk. Joe Exotic. But he may have already done that one. Maybe. Have you done that one? Joe Exotic? I have not. The Lion King? I have not. Okay. okay. The Tiger King. The Tiger okay. King. If he went as Lion King, that would definitely different, be different. Different. different okay. Now. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, Joe, before I let you go back to, I guess, the, the real world here of football, um, how how do you think you going to the Super Bowl last year, having that experience, knocking out the Chiefs, winning an AFC championship game on their road, taking the hits that you took, going to the Super Bowl, having an opportunity on your last drive to win it, how do you think that helps in your estimation, moving forward, obviously you wanted to win. I get it. Yeah. But you having that experience at such an early age of a stage of your career and age, how do you think that that it informs and maybe helps your world? 
I think it just, you know, specifically this year, I think it just helped us and will continue to help us with the ups and downs of the season. Understanding that, that the season is really a marathon. You know, we started out strong last year. At one point, I think we were 7-6 and six last season, and we ended up in the Super Bowl. And so, you know, when we were 0-2 this year, you know, nobody panicked. We knew that this season fluctuates, and there's a lot of ups and there's a lot of downs, and it's going to, you know, even out in the long run, and we're going to get this thing going. So, you know, specifically this year, I would say that, and we just know what it, know what it takes to get there now. We know what a playoff environment on the road is going to feel like and you know really in december on all those games are playoff games you got to win all of those to you know to, to be in the dance and so we know what that takes joe burrow appreciate the time here sir greatly appreciate it um i would say hi to your defensive coordinator for me i went to high school with his sister how about that for a little okay. nugget walking out the door yeah, that's pretty wild yep Lou's sister elena i went to and my, he went to high school with my brother so um you know we're staten wow. island guys yep small world it is a small world absolutely and i look forward to seeing look i've got i've got the gear i've got like a, a game worn harbaugh thing in my on my wall i could yank it off and fedex it to you <laughs> if you need it for monday night to walk in i gotta i gotta say rich i'm probably gonna pass on that okay. one. <laughs> <laughs> respectfully uh i take it respectfully uh thank you sir yeah. i appreciate it joe we'll chat again soon good luck to you down the line appreciate it awesome thanks right back at you that's joe burrow right here on the Rich Eisen show. Joe Burr. That was great. I like him, man. He's Can you the, imagine if he puts man. on the khakis like him. And, a, and a block M? Here we go, baby. Battle oh. of Ohio. He's going as Ohio native Jim Harbaugh. Oh, I just realized something. What? I got to play him in fantasy this week. Oh. You're playing against him? Yeah. Uh, you're going to lose. And oh. We have him in Allison oh, Chains. I should have told him he's, he's playing for Joey Chestnut's colonoscopy this weekend, too. It is amazing having and Joe I'm playing, Burrow. I'm playing Kutcher, and Kutcher has Joe Burrow. Oh, and so, come oh, on, you could have dropped names. Oh, Ashton. It, it, it just hit me. Like, I gotta he's play Ashton him Kutcher's this. fantasy quarterback. He could have gone... And he's, he's he could have gone as one of the half men. Twenty two years, Ashton's <laughs> never won the league. He's six and one. He's in first place right now, and he's cruising. So, and it's because of Joe B. Joey Burr, baby, he's been amazing the last yeah. two weeks. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. I love how people like kind of slept on him because he had an off kind of first two weeks. Like, no, 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 we know what's there. Like, Dude. don't sleep. How about on that? Him. He, did you did you know he took Jamar Chase's? Jersey off the I, wall? I did no. not. I've not heard that. When that went around, that that was the actual gamer, because you could see some like dirt and stuff on the front. I always wondered, how did he get it? Where did it come from? Well, I just assumed you know. he gave it to him. You know, jersey swap. Yeah, right, like from right. like three years ago, yeah. and he just had it. Took it. Hey, man, I'd like to wear your jersey going in. Do you have it? Yeah, yeah I got to get it frame. off the yeah, wall. Yeah, okay. It's in a frame. <laughs> Call I somebody. Down. That's right. Overnight it <laughs> to the hotel where he's sitting on the balcony taking in the sounds of New Orleans. I love that. There are there are some cities. <laughs> there are some cities where you know the sounds sound the same. Mm-hmm. Not there. No, you definitely <laughs> not. You know no. you're there because no one ever sleeps there. Well, they, it's just twenty four. They hours. couldn't have been staying like in the right well, there in the French the, quarter, no, no, right? No, I had to imagine there's a you know a seasons downtown, but. New Orleans, where Rich Eisen and I first met, and the Fitz. He you likes know. colors. He yeah. likes flowers. Flowers and colors, Flowers yeah. and colors. I mean, we've seen it. We've, we see him show up like to the it. He feels more stadium. confident wearing it. I love it. Joey Drip. You know, Zan loves colors, and he loves wearing colorful yeah. clothes. Yeah, Can't man. wait to play that soundbite for him. I'm like, hey, man. That used to be me when I first you moved to Joe L.A. Burrow. 
Yeah. I, when I moved here, because I had this idea of what Los Angeles was, so all my colors bright, like mustards and purples. I was into it. And I go out in the what club a, and I'd look around and like everybody just, it was a sea of black t-shirts. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I overestimated. <laughs> well, you were, you were one of one, which you still are, sir. Yeah. But I'm just saying. It's, it's a like, very colorful headband you have on today. Well, I you know add. what happens on Wednesdays, man. What, what happens on Wednesdays? Wednesdays we wear pink. I just, by the way, know. Did you know that? Well, he says it all the time. I've never it's heard a, that. It's a Mean Girls reference, yeah. the, the movie. But I, I, See, I just love T.J. Jefferson. He wears Golden Girls T-shirts, which Jeannie Buss loved she when she did. was here. She did. She, she made note. She made that note out. of that yeah. as she walked out the door. Yeah. Mean Girls references to wear pink on Wednesdays. Yeah, you know, I like it. Dropping the biggie lyric Good every now and then. That's what All I do. Right. This NFL season, every Westwood One NFL broadcast streams live for free. Mondays, Thursdays, Sunday nights, Thanksgiving, and Christmas triple headers. The International Series in every postseason game. Your phone calls at 844-204-RICH. When we come back, Kurt Warner still to come. I've got my power rankings, baby. Oh, power hey, rankings. Hey. Power rankings Wednesday. Can't wait and to rip these apart. News that will delight Chris Brockman <laughs> oh. on the baseball front when we come back. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. When you open a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van, you're opening up more than just doors. You are unlocking potential. The potential to do your own thing and be your own boss and steer your own success and blaze your own trail. Each and every Sprinter van is built, designed, and equipped to let you hit the open road and take on any goal you set to help you follow your own passions. Reawaken that spirit of adventure and check all those big, bold, fun, and exciting experiences off your bucket list. Because owning a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van means you can live, work, and play out your dreams no matter how far off the beaten path they'll take you. 16 body types. You can choose between a gas or diesel engine. There's thousands of ways to customize. A Sprinter van is capable and versatile enough to help drive your ambitions wherever you want to take them. So now's the time to discover what it is that moves you most. Don't wait. Unlock your potential inside a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter. Okay. I'm seeing a note right here on ESPN that I need to write down. It's like oh. I'm watching everything. I'm just made a, made a note here. Okay. Mental. I think I saw it correctly. 
Alex in Portland, Maine, you're here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Alex? There you go. Hey, Rich. How's it going? How are you, sir? I'm doing great. Uh, TJ, Chris, uh, nice to hear that uh, Del Tufo's in the studio today, making to work. <laughs> What's well, up, bro? Maine, Maine holds a very special place for for uh, for at least half the room. Brockman, right? That's oh, yeah. uh, that's what you call home. Shout out 207, there man. There you go. And uh, Portland's yeah, just down the road where, where my kids go to summer camp. Yeah. So there you go. What's on your mind, yeah, Alex? Man. What's on your mind, Alex? What's going on? Well, uh, I, I was listening to the show on Monday, and uh, I'm a Jets fan. I'm originally from New Jersey. Okay. Uh, so me and you share in the Brotherhood of Pain that he's being a Jets fan. Okay. Um, and I, you did a segment where you blamed yourself for uh, Brees Hall's injury and things going wrong. And uh, I just wanted to say that, yeah, I, I blame you too. Oh. <laughs> wow. I, 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 Alex I, in I Portland. Wow. I think at this point in your life, Rich, you've been a Jets fan for long enough. I feel like you have to know that this always happens. Guess what, what, though? How about this, Alex? You know what? I started, I feel, you know what? I, 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 I appreciate you saying that. I watched that segment back, and I don't watch a lot of segments back, okay? I'm not like Larry Sanders when I'm done with a show and I keep watching it over and over and over again because I like the sound of my own voice. I watched it back, and I, I lament it. I take back what I said. Thank you. I take back what I said, Alex. And you know what? I, I you leave, you put him reach. back on hold so he hears what I have to say, okay? <laughs> He's on hold. Hey, I lament that I, I said that we Jets fans can't have nice things. I lament it. But she said it. I said it because that's the old way. It's an old habit. It's that old what, that song when I was in high school, you're a hard habit to break. I went pizza terror Chicago on you. Yeah, pizza terror. Okay? I went Chicago 17 on you. And I, sh- I should know. Yeah, stop, stop. I should know better. I should know better. I got into an old habit of just crying myself to sleep because the Jets were not allowed to have nice things. And Brees Hall has been a delight. Elijah Vera Tucker has been a delight. This year, watching Vera Tucker last year get into the spot of this year where he's playing his ass off. And yeah. I look around and I see carts all over the NFL, unfortunately. There's carts everywhere. Too many carts for too many teams, as if the Jets are the only team to have terrific players done for the year. They've got a deep, deep, deep draft. Those aren't the only two guys the last two years. And I said to myself, you know what? Maybe this is another test of my fandom and my problems. It's a me problem. It's an MP not an NYJP. Because they've got their own thing going on. There was a defensive player of the week in the AFC. His name was Sauce Gardner. Okay? That's just for starters. And the Wilsons haven't gotten started yet. Zach and Garrett haven't connected yet. So I'm going to believe. And I think the, the, the stat I just saw is that the Jets, it's been 40 games? Is that really what it's been between them and the Patriots? That they that they've they've played each other where the Jets have had a worse record going in? I mean, the Jets have had a, yeah, a worse record going in. 40 straight games? I I think I saw something on ESPN about that. Wow. The Jets have an actual better record than the Patriots coming in cuz they're the better team. Well, you're not the better team. You're yes. home, you're home underdogs. Excuse me. <laughs> I don't care. 
I don't care what Vegas is thinking and all those gamblers uh, are thinking. I don't, care, right. what, I don't care what the gamblers think. I don't <laughs> care what they think because they don't know. Well, they know something. They may know something. <laughs> whatever. Zach Wilson against the Patriots. Not great. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. Mm-hmm. I saw what I just saw. Okay, and maybe the Jets can channel a little bit of the Eberflus because they got their own defensive-minded guy sitting there in their HC corner office who knows what he's doing. So maybe, just maybe, I should stop. I should break my own habits. I should take my own advice. It starts this week. It starts this week. I, I I lament what I said. I take it back. It wasn't my fault. We had Brees Hall on. He went to Lambeau Field. Did you see he did the Lambeau Leap after I suggested I he do that. it? I saw that. He's not no. playing on. Uh, I know on that. Game. I know that. It takes a lot of getting used but to, But the Rich. Jets have the better team. I will take the Jets roster over the Patriots roster any day of the week. And I think if you're hooked up to sodium pentothal, you do it too, Chris. Yeah, well, rosters. Got it. I mean, I know that. All right. All right. Now put Alex back up. <laughs> you there, Alex? Am I, am I back on? The You're line? back Whoa, on. Alex, what do you think hey, now? No, he did. He well, did. I, I don't disagree. Yeah, we we got a really talented roster, but the 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 issue is, Rich. I feel like you got to know at this point that the pain of being a Jets fan is not in the years of horrible play, the years of terrible quarterback play, the years of losing. 12, 13, negative however many games we lose. Negative thoughts. It's an negative optimism that we get. Thoughts. Negative thoughts. That we get that little optimism where we think that we're going to do something. We think we're going to win. The best the best season, the only time in my life, I'm 27 years old, and the only time in my life where I've genuinely thought the Jets had a championship-quality team yeah. was in 2008 with Brett Favre. Oh, God. And, that was – no, 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 no. No, no, no. The man genius. The man genius. The arrow was a disaster. He's – and, and, and that, Alex, negative thoughts, get him aside. Don't even talk to me about the, the Favre years. The, the Favre years are nothing like this one. And I thank you for the call. We're at the end of the hour here. Thank you. The Favre years are nothing like this one. The man genius, another guy who I like personally, who I don't want to hear from about the current Jets situation that's on television right now. Don't want to hear. Okay? Well, that's the past. I went down that rabbit hole. That Favre team was terrible. They had the wrong coach. They had the wrong setup. They No, no, no. Yeah. The best years were the ground and pound years when Rex's cult of personality, I'm not kissing Belichick's rings, perfectly matched what they wanted to do, playing defense and running the football with a young yeah. quarterback that they drafted out of USC. That was, was cult- talented. That was a culture it was, and, and, and Mike Tannenbaum put the entire team on the credit card, and the clock was ticking. Sort of like, you know, what Marissa Tomei's tap, slamming the floor during My Cousin Vinny. The clock was ticking. Okay, I'm and we all knew. And, New York Jets. Yeah, and, and John Isaac, we forget <laughs> oh, all of it. All of it's gone. <laughs> oh, all of it's gone. All of it's gone. The ghost of Isaac is gone. Okay, done, done, done. I lament what I said earlier this week. I should take my own damn advice. Negative thoughts are gone, gone. Because this team's not on the credit card. This team is properly put together with young kids. And let Sala go into that locker room and say, guess what? You're five and two, and they still think we're going to lose to that team on Monday night. We could do what they did. We could do the, what the Bears did. We could absolutely do what the Bears did. 
Let them put Zappy in the game. We'll chew him up and spit him out too. Mac Jones is sitting there maybe thinking if he's not the right guy. Well, guess what? Let's prove he's not the right guy. Let's go. I forgot to say it with my chest. It was just my, my, my chin was on my chest. I felt, I felt sad. Chin up, chin up. But you know what? It's, it was a 24-hour grieving period. But I'm back, baby. I'm back. I like it. I'm back. It's home, a struggle. Home dogs. I know. Good. Home, home Go in and use that. Go in and use that. Home dogs. That is rat poison in New England. You know Bill is like seeing that saying, damn it. Really? For two seconds. And then he'll go back and game plan and not go to sleep. Stay in the facility 24-7 because it's a 24-7. It's a 24-7 stay in the facility week in New England, baby. That is what's happening there. Sky is falling this week, man. Not not, not that that's not every week in New England, but this week is a 24-7 stay in the facility grind tape week. It's jet week, and I'm sure there are a lot of people in that building not happy about Monday night. It's a big week, man. Big week at MetLife. Huge. And I love the James Robinson move, too. Aggressive. Do it early in the week so we can actually play this week. And don't wait around. Make that move. Boom. Well, way to go, Joe Douglas. I'm back. Kurt Warner, hour two, my power rankings as well. I'm back. Where'd you go? (laughs) Well, what I did is I went down down a sad sack of old school Jets. Woe is me wormhole. I forgot. I forgot. I'm supposed to sit back and enjoy the flight. There was just a lot of turbulence right there. It was one of those turbulence where it's just where you grab on, where you grab on to your armrest. And you're looking at the flight attendants. Are they worried? Yeah, said, yeah exactly. Are that was worried? one of those. That that was one of those like where it dipped about a couple thousand feet real fast. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it hurts us to be one in seven. Oh my God, man, Mike. Those days are over. The Isaac <laughs> years are bad, over, huh. over, over. We got the right guys, the GM, the right guys, the coach, the right guys in the locker room. Let's go. You got the right sauce. We got the right sauce. It's gravy in New Jersey, just everybody. That's true. True. Gravy. You're gravy. Italian. I gravy. went down that wormhole. I didn't even talk about the Yankees. We'll do that next hour. Uh, yeah, no, gravy garden. No, we'll do that. This. We'll do that. We'll do that. We'll talk about you know Aaron Judge. Apparently, Jeff Passan was uh, following him around for quite some time. Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah, a little deep dive. I already texted Passan. I want him on tomorrow's show. I don't know if he's you know. Oh yeah, here we go. He's the old available. But, you know, it's the World Series starting, don't you know? Sure. That starts on Friday. Go Phillies. That starts on Friday. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Hour number two, I've got my power rankings. Kurt Warner will join us. Jerry Bruckheimer is making his way to the studio, oh, people. Let's talk Seattle Kraken and Beverly Hills Cop. Let's go. That's true, man. <laughs> oh, RES Consulting's got an idea for him for the Kraken, too. Oh, oh. I already gave it to him. He already rejected it in real life, but I'll bring it up again. (laughs) 